Howdy folks and welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin. I don't really like to read. Justin stole my water cup. The loudest water cup in the world. Everyone, thumbs down this video because Justin stole my water cup. <laughs> yeah. It's the only cup I use. And now I have this stupid, quiet metal cup. No straw. How's anyone going to know if I drink water? Well, you're going to take a really long pause <laughs> yeah. and not talk. Are you going to cut it out? Who knows? We'll see. But we're in a new room in our house today recording. Mm -hmm. Justin has put up three large blankets to make it sound good. So yes, because there's no carpet good. in here. You know, I will say, the way I listen to podcasts, when I listen to them, I listen from front, like episode one to zero, except mm -hmm. for Mabim Bam, because yeah. Mabim Bam started 13 years ago when it's, or 10 years ago when it was trash. It was, it was, it's so many episodes. I mean, even they say, like, start at 50 or something yeah. like that. So, for most, I start at one. And they sound terrible at one. I don't think we sounded terrible. Yeah. Um, We just were getting the hang of things. But the sound quality has always been pretty good. I would say start at, um... What, the Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Twilight. Don't listen to the Warrior Cats. You don't have to. You should. You can. You can actually... Go to the videos on YouTube, like them all, and then <laughs> yeah. you don't have to listen to them. We don't need the views, we just need the the likes. Anyways, the gist is I think we sound pretty good. Um, pretty okay for, what, this is episode 39, Mockingjay. We're starting yeah. Mockingjay today. Tell Ooh. me what you remember about the last two. Um, just the highest level overview. Highest level, okay, so... <laughs> okay. And then volunteered yeah then the hunger games yeah, the hunger games and then some cool pups showed up yeah so that's some book little, one little puppy dogs mm -hmm. book two um, and then they went home oh no they got a hunger games 2 electric boogaloo hunger games 2 electric boogaloo yeah um and so now they are in the hunger games again mm -hmm. big wire big Big, super they got intense a big wire. Fucking wire. Yep. Um, and then, uh oh, that was a plot. Yeah, it was a plot. They got they got them out of there. Good job. Capital thirteen, District thirteen, got them out of there. Yeah. But uh oh, not Peta. Twelve went boom boom. Mm-hmm. Not Peta and twelve went boom boom. <sighs> that was pretty good, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I, yeah. Yeah. But before we start, I just want to say, if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star... I guess it's more of a like than a review on Spotify. Please. Yeah. Please. It's under the follow button. You just five stars, submit. And whatever. Or zero. Whatever platform you're on, really. Yeah. If, I mean, Spotify is the only one I like because I don't have an Apple phone. <laughs> so, or an iPhone, so I can't look at the Apple subscriptions or yeah. anything like that. Um, but yeah, Spotify would be... Best. And it's a pain in the ass to upload onto Apple, it's, but we love you if you're on Apple. We we have at least one Apple listener because you've left us a, a review. We appreciate it. Yes. But we're doing this for you. We're doing the pain to taking process of uploading <laughs> We're uploading it, waiting four hours. It literally takes forever. And then upload, and then hitting submit. Okay, we're kind of all over the place, um, this episode. It's a morning episode for us. We've just finished our brekkie fast. Yeah. We got mug. I got a mug of coffee fee, and we're going to start. Are you ready for Mockingjay? So I know I said last couple times that Katniss is portrayed a lot more mentally ill 
in this book. Mm-hmm. And I hope I, I portrayed that. It's much more um, obvious when it's read, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty good. She got the tism? No, she's got the PTSD. Oh. <laughs> um, and she's also got like a massive fucking concussion she's recovering from. Oh, I bet. Yeah, from getting clocked in the head by that. By the wire, and then also the massive explosion. And didn't um, the lady that dug it out of her, the other one that was captured? Yeah, Joanna bashed the bashed shit out of her, her head, head with, head with the wire is what I was oh, saying. Okay. Yeah. It was with the coil of wire. She could have done that a little bit softer. No. A quick, okay, a quick blow to the back of the head, like a punch to the back of the head. Yeah. You're dazed for a good three minutes but Mm -hmm. it might not give you a concussion i think joanna was just thinking this has to happen now yeah yeah so the first part of this book is called the ashes and chapter one ashes we start with katniss in her old house the house in the seam which has been destroyed you know it's gone the only way she can tell where things are or i guess were is because the chimney which was brick is still slightly standing. Everything has it's been just a incinerated. Pile of bricks. Yeah, everything's incinerated. And she Do you like think bricks can burn. I believe that. How hot? It's. Well, I don't know if they burn, but they like turn to dust if you get them too hot. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. She's doing some reflection about how like nothing is left, and everyone. Everything is gone except for the Victor's Village. They left the Victor's Village still standing. And this takes place one month after she was taken out of the games. Yeah. So she's been healing for a month. The District 13 authorities didn't want to let her go. And they would literally been arguing for the whole month. Finally, like, there's, um, you remember Pluchart Heavensby? He's the old game maker um, who was on the Capitol side. Do you remember him? Really? Yeah. Yeah, you want to ask me a question right then? I was just talking. Okay. Do you remember him or not? Yeah. Okay. I was drinking water for everybody at home. No, he's just being a fucking cunt. Okay. What? <laughs> Stop. I'm on my coffee mode. Um. After a month of arguing, Pluchart was finally like, just fucking let her go. Yeah. And Coin, who's the president of District 13, was like, okay, just fucking fine. We don't, I don't fucking care. Shut the fuck up. And she's in there and she starts having a mental breakdown. Oh, yeah. So what she does is she kind of like balls up, gets into a ball. What? Is that what, is that what balls up means? Are you done? And. Thought we were doing a comedy podcast, (laughs) but. Thought we were doing a reading podcast. She, the spot where Joanna Mason smacked her with the wire is hurting, and she has to, like, <laughs> what? Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, she probably got a, like, fracture. Um, she's sorting through what is real and fake. She's like, how did I get here? She's like, my concussion is still going on. Like, I'm still on drugs. Like, these mood stabilizers sometimes make me, like, she's just, like, listing things out. Mood stabilizers sometimes make me hallucinate. And one of the doctors suggests a technique, like, list the things that you know are true from easier to harder. Put this bitch on Riddlin. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, my name is Candace Everdeen. I am 17. I'm from District 12. I was in the Hunger Games. I escaped. The Capitol hates me. 
Peta is the prisoner. He's probably dead. And then she kind of spirals like, he's dead. He's got to be dead. It's got to be best if he was dead. And I was like, okay, well, that didn't really work the way he wanted yeah. to. But then her earpiece pops on and it's Gail. And he's like, should I come down? And that's when she's realized she's balled herself up mm-hmm. into a ball. That do doesn't you, make sense. Do you understand? Like a long tube? No, Justin, ser- a ball. Oh, like a cube. <laughs> And she's like, no, like, don't, don't come down here. And she's like, crouch. And she's like, shit, like, this looks bad considering they're just starting to weed me off these meds. Revert to cube. Revert to ball. I could not be more clear. <laughs> A ball to crab. <laughs> um, she starts heading to town because, like, she doesn't want anyone to come down to be with her. So she starts moving around. And it's, like, midsummer. And she, as she's moving through the town... She just eventually kicks a rock, except for it's not a rock, it's a fucking skull. <laughs> nice. Oh. Our light's flickering right now. We're in a um, a rave. She sticks to where she knows the roads were out of habit, but she wishes she hadn't because obviously, like, lots of folks were trying to escape on the roads, therefore the remains are mostly on the roads. Bones and bones and bones? Well... Most of the remains were incinerated, but some still... This is kind of gross. Some still have skin. They're smelling like it is not good. And all she can think about is how she feels responsible for killing them. Yeah. Which... I I have a different thing to talk about. Okay. That is about bodies being burnt up. Did you see that picture of the guy jerking off in Pompeii? What the fuck? No. (laughs) What? So you know how, like, people in Pompeii were, like, preserved very well? Oh, like, he was jerking off and then he was preserved that way. Yeah. You know, okay. That's my comment there. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) End of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Get one of these off. (laughs) 90% of the population died. Only about 800 of the district's residents made it to District 13. Wait, it was only 8,000? It was a very tiny district. Okay. Um, for reference, our hometown, I'll just say it because we're not living there, Loveland, mm-hmm. is 12,000 people. Okay. So it would be pretty similarly sized. That's two of our high school classes. Yeah. Survived out of mm-hmm. the entire town. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Very, very interesting to think about it. Um. And she wants to be grateful that they have, like... So, again, these first couple chapters are also the world building still. Yeah. So, I'm just gonna go just talk about it. The dumbass lore. Yeah. Well, she's glad to be in District 13, that they have a safe place, that her district is safe. Well, those remaining. But she also blames them, because they're the reason she shot the arrow in the first place, you know? And that her district is just cannon fodder for District 13's game. So, like... She's like, this is a new Hunger Games. I'm another pawn. Yeah. My district was used as cannon fodder. It's like she got drafted into a war she wanted nothing to do with. Yeah. And is now the general. Yeah, literally. And she's like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, well, how about we kill all your people? And she's like, that, how would that help? And they're like, we already did it. <laughs> Does that motivate you? <laughs> what she's if we like, get your entire family killed? Literally. She's like, no, actually, that doesn't motivate me. And they're like. We already did it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. So, shockingly, 
Gale, who we hate. Mm-hmm. Pretty worst much worst character. Worst character. He did okay here. Yeah. I'll give him props for this, but not much. He pretty much saved the district. And also, sorry, I just want to. So he uses his hunting and gathering skills, but you're telling me that out of eight thousand people, two people are the only two people who hunt and gather. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, there's got to be at least a hundred people in this district that hunt and gather. I bet it's like twenty. That's my number because, like, it is a very risky thing to do. Yeah. Maybe Katniss and Gale were the only ones who did it openly. Yeah. You know. Like, the only ones who sold stuff. Yeah, like, because they went into the hob, they sold to the peacekeepers. Yeah. Like, that's how Gail got whipped, is he brought the turkey to the old... Like, a, it's basically, like, drug dealing. Who's gonna... <laughs> yeah. How many people are gonna sell to cops? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, anyways, Gail pretty much saved the whole district because he knew the second that she was lifted up in the, um, hovercraft that you know, bombs were going to come down. Yeah. Electricity was immediately cut, and within 15 minutes, bombs were coming down on Damn. them. So he got people to the meadow, a little bit outside of town, away from the coal mines, because, again, they're, it's just going to burn. Yeah. It's been coal mined for, what, now? With all the dust, yeah, too. Yeah, that's what there's, is, like, because, I mean, let's say this is 100, 200 years in the future. Yeah. We've been coal mining in the Appalachians for... 300 years at our timeline. Yeah. So this is 500 years of combined coal dust. Yeah. Not good. No. And even though we have rules and regulations now. Do you know Do you know what's better than uh, some coal dust for your lungs? Silicone. A good, nice Newport, baby. <laughs> let's, let's get some cigs in here. That's what we need for our recording. Some nice ciggies. Some cigarettes. Ugh, stop. Let's get throw a, up. Let's get sponsored by Big Tobacco. Absolutely not. Um, Gail formed like a team to pull down the fence, and then they took them. He took all eight hundred of these folks to the lake. Katniss mm-hmm. brought him to once, and they just sat there and watched as the flames just destroyed their district. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Alive, like the flames were alive for like three days or plus Damn. because it's the coal dust. Yeah. So it's, it's also not just in the mines. No, no, no. It's because you all think around. about yeah, the people coming out of the mines, they're not completely like clean room washing off. They barely have running water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all over their houses, all over their clothes, like any textile is going to have it in it. Mm-hmm. Like the whole district was fire. Yeah. So can we talk about fire tornadoes quickly about how if a if a fire gets too hot, the rising air will happen so fast that it will pull air in and get to speeds like can we talk tornado. about the more important tornado, the sharknado? We're really getting off the fucking <laughs> okay, rails this go. episode. Gail, Katniss's mom, and Prim were able to sustain these 800 people for three full days until the district showed up. You know, Gail got a team together and got food. Katniss and Katniss's mom and Prim. Again, Katniss's mom does not have a name. <laughs> Katniss mom. Katniss, That's her name. Miss Everdeen. Or, yeah, Miss Miss Everdeen. And Prim. Miss um, Everdeen. Miss Everdeen. 
Um, and then eventually District 13 showed up and evacuated them. Can I just say that it's bullshit that District 13 uses District 12 as cannon fodder and then waited three days to pick up the survivors? Yeah. Bullshit. Um, they gave them new homes, um, compartments, clothes. They get three meals a day, something nobody was used to. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of shitty because it's like, it's good for everybody. But, like, everybody in District 12, but if you look past the curtain just a teensy bit, it's kind of like The Giver, where it's like, everything's a utopia, like, everybody gets the same thing. Take your pills in the morning. (laughs) And it's like, you know, sometimes people have different things that they need. Yeah, it's... No? We should read The Giver. We should read The Giver. Bonus episode? Yeah, after we do Running Out of Time. Episode? I love The Giver. Um... Is that multiple books or just the one? The one is the most important, and then there's three multiple. There's three after it, but they take like different. Okay. So it's like the story of multiple people who were from the first book. Okay. But it from different timelines and different perspectives. Weird. It's actually really good. Is it? It doesn't sound good. You did it's not really sell me on it. I did it. Nope. Okay. Well, I don't want to go into specifics because I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Oh, you want to talk about the big old spoiler you gave me <laughs> taking your notes? What? <laughs> Which one? The miscarriage. Oh, she's not even really pregnant. Yeah, I know, but th- they're faking a miscarriage. You've seen the movies. I do not remember these movies. <laughs> okay, District 13 was excited, but there's this man named Dalton from District 12, 10 who came a few years earlier on foot, and he's like, they just needed new breeding stock. He they're- what? There was a pox epidemic that killed a bunch of folks and left people infertile. And so having all this new breeding stock is, like, exciting for the District 13 folk. Then they're like, mm, what's going on? You're not going to like this next line because you just said it. The kids over the age of 14. Oh, no. We're giving entry-level rankings in the military, and all other refugees are giving automatic citizenship to the district, which is awesome. Yeah. But it's, like, gross because Katniss hates them, and she hates herself. She hates everything. And at this point, she arrives into the square of the town, and she sees what used to be the Justice Building. She looks for the bakery where Peta's family was, and they haven't been seen since district, since the bombing. Very few of the district's well-to-do made it to 13. Mm. Um, then she starts running because she got triggered after running into the stocks that Gail got um, whipped in. Mm. And she is at the Victor's village, which is completely fine. She goes into her house and has a little, another little meltdown and folks are yelling to her ear and she's like, no, I'm good. And again, Plutrat Heavensby is here or in her ear with his assistant Fulvia. They're both important characters that we're going to talk about a lot. I like the name Fulvia. Kind of sounds like Vulva, but it super does. Anyways, she ignores them and she's like, Wondering what the president of 13, Alma Coyne, is doing. And you know how Katniss, like, finds that one thing to focus on? Mm-hmm. She's like, her hair is so weird. She's like, Alma Coyne just has this very long gray hair that just completely straight and it falls to her shoulders. Katniss is obsessed with it. She's like, what is up with that bitch's hair? Like the woman from Incredibles 1? What? The woman that recruits Mr. Incredible. That works for um, the bad guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Or like um, Alma Coin, President Coin from the movie. The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 3. Part 2. The main movie? <laughs> um, she's like, all these people want me to be the Mockingjay. I don't even know if I fucking can. She's like, I can't participate in these meetings. Like, they have meetings with her. She's like, I'm not fucking there. I'm distant, yeah. distracted. Coin, like, wanted to save PETA. And she's like, you fucking should have saved PETA. Yeah. Candace agrees. Because <laughs> she's not the mouthpiece, but she's like, what they got. She's the one you could put on posters, but you could not do interviews. No. And the other districts, other districts, other victors that survived, survived, that they got are Beattie, who's now pretty much as soon as he was healed, was taken down to weapons development, like, and has been sequestered there. Um, Finnick. Complete fucking breakdown. He is sleeping all the time, unable to comprehend things easily. Like, he is mentally unwell. Do you think it's that his partner is mm-hmm. captured and probably being tortured? I also think it's that he's 24 and he's been a prostitute, a slave to the capital, survived two Hunger Games, the mm. second one killing people he's known for 10 plus years. Yeah. Um. His... The only person he loves is in the capital right mm. now probably being tortured yeah so yeah i i can understand why he's had maybe a little bit of a mental break that's crazy um oh my god she also kind of notes like she eventually had to forgive fennec mm-hmm. like she's like i can't fucking be mad he's the only one who understands what i'm going through yeah and he cries a lot <laughs> he's like he can't be mad at somebody who cries that much yeah which i think is kind of like a cute friend thing, because, like, when you're mad, you're like, oh, really? You're fucking crying again? Yeah. I just thought that was a cute little <laughs> moment. Sad boy. Sad boy sad. He very sad. Um, She's moving around the house, getting a few things, and she's wondering, like, what to do. Be the Mockingjay, not be the Mockingjay. And then she hears a hiss, and she freaks the fuck out. But it's just Buttercup. And she's pissed. She's like, how did you survive? Out of everybody here, like, they had a goat. The goat didn't survive, obviously. Buttercup survived. She's princess. She is princess. Blue has a cat that is 20? Princess has to be 20 to 25 years old. And is just (sighs) refusing to die. Love her to death. Her hips are starting to go. She, I mean, she's doing it. She's doing the damn thing. I'm here. Literally. She, like, my mom puts her in... Animal hospice. She's like, Princess is in hospice. And then a week later, we get a call. And she's like, Princess is fucking fine. She's fine. Princess is doing backflips in the living room. (laughs) She's actually really cute. And um, seeing Buttercup alive and well makes Katniss go, I'm not even going to think about what you've been eating. Mm -hmm. It's been a month. People. But Mm. isn't that cool? It's It's cooked good. Remember when I was crying at the end of this book? Mm-hmm. I cried twice. Yeah. And one of them is related to Buttercup. And you'll oh, see. no. Buttercup survives. Okay. It's a, more of an emotional cry. Okay. Than like somebody died cry. Hmm. Um, she picks him up. Again, he doesn't love her. And pops him in her bag. <laughs> pops Buttercup in the bag. Put that in there. And he's pissed. And um, she goes to get other things from the house, like her dad's jacket and a couple of other, like, miscellaneous things that remind her of her family and her dad. Mm. And then she smells something, and she's like, what the fuck is that? Not dead bodies. Something worse to her 
And it's these white roses that have been sent by President Snow. And she freaks out because how long have they been here? Because the security team did a sweep the other day. Mm-hmm. But she's like, maybe they just like wouldn't even have like been like, who the fuck cares? It's just roses. Yeah. But she's like, no, no. She like freaks out and she starts running to the hovercraft. She's like, this is not a fucking rose I'm freaking out about. No one's going to get this because because this is President Snow promising revenge. Yeah. He is promising that he's going to get me. Yeah. This is, I'm targeting you now. Yeah, you are my target. Not District 13. Not yeah. Coin. Yeah. You. So, I think you that's... You are the one that has to die. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting thing, because, like, in the movies, it's just like, oh, no, roses and snow. It's like, yeah. no, he is telling me that I am his... Tar- like, in all of this war, he is mad at me and mm. nobody else. Yeah. Despite the fact that, again... She didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But she's just... She's just a pawn. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because in a lot of, like, you know, dystopias or um, fantasy novels where there's, like, a main character who is important in this type of way, a lot of the times it's at first, like, no, I don't want to do it. And it's like, you have to. And then she's like, okay, but I don't still want to do it. Which Katniss does, but usually in that, like, no, I don't. Yes, I'm gonna. No, I don't. It's not, I'm gonna kill you before you even know that you're gonna do it. Yeah. And Snow's like, you're dead. I'm gonna kill you. And she's like, I don't want to be the Mighty J. <laughs> like, still on fucking mood Please. stabilizers. Please, I just want to go home. She has a fucking bracelet, like a medical bracelet that says mentally incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And she's like, no, I don't want to do it. But in, like, other fantasy novels, it's like, I can't. My mom didn't want me to do it. It's like, girl, okay. <laughs> Katniss is like, I'm having a fucking breakdown. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of oh. like it. And I don't like Katniss very much. I think we know that before. What? You've never been really clear at all that you don't like the Katniss. <sighs> I finished my coffee. Chapter two. Uh-oh. <laughs> My mom said I'm not allowed to have cocaine because of the way that coffee reacts to me. Mm-hmm. Wh- that I react to caffeine. She said I'd be wasting everybody's cocaine. Um, this is true. This is actually true. So um, I have a high tolerance. Low tolerance for Low caffeine. Tolerance. And I made my own personal 25% caffeinated. Yeah. And this is still how I am. Yeah. You'd overdose just being in the room with cocaine. Probably. I'd like it like seep through my skin. <laughs> Chapter two. Um, Gail and Katniss are comforting each other on the plane and they vibe until they get to District 13. And she thinks about how close Bonnie and Twill were. Um, those two folks she met right before the, the second Hunger Games. Um, but they never ended up making it to District 13. The week-long on-foot trip from District 13 12 to District 13 takes only 45 minutes via hovercraft. Mm. I don't know where District 13 is in the map. Oh, what are we doing, Blue? What are we doing, Justin? What are we doing? Hunger We're Googling shit. Clickety clickety clack. It's in the Northeast. I don't like this map. Showing it kind of in the Canada area. Canada? Yeah, like. Canana. Canana. It's not doing a good job, this map. Bad map. Bad map, don't know where you are. 
Where is okay. it? Where is? Hmm? Can you look? Do you see? It's this pink spot. It's kind of like where New York, Pennsylvania. New England area. Yeah. Um. Okay, that makes sense that it would take a week to get from there Kentucky to there. too. Yeah. So, anyways, I just want to look that up. Um, the above ground part of was what was District 13 is completely rubble. Um, and it's not like, you know, 75 years ago, they're still trying to propo it by being like, it's still smoking and radiated. Yeah. It's not. But everything is still below ground. They had a below ground situation before they got bombed. But afterwards, they're like, everything's underground. That is yeah. all we're going to be able to do. And basically the way they won the last war is they had the nuclear bombs and they were like to the Capitol, they were like, we don't want to bomb you. The Capitol is like, we also don't want that. <laughs> they were like, leave us alone. And the Capitol is like, don't fuck with the other districts. And they were like, okay. Okay. And that's kind of how they won the war, which is another reason Katniss is mad at them. <laughs> that they waited 75 years. Yeah. Um, also, schedule is a big thing in Capital 13. <sighs> District 13. Have I been saying Capital 13? I have no clue. It's District 13. Um, basically, they have this schedule that gets tattooed on the inside of their arm every morning. And it dissolves every night after you shower. Hmm. And it's like 7.30. Wake up. 7.35. Wake up. Wake up. Breakfast. And it like goes like that. Yeah. And at first, Katniss was first not allowed to get imprinted with this because she was so unwell and she was in the hospital. Yeah. But now she lives in a compartment with her mom and Prim. She's expected to join in the daily tattooing, uh, which she does, but she just doesn't do any of it. Mm. She just goes in for meals and then hides the rest of the day in, like, storage closets, which is one of the ways she realizes how um, waste is so non-existent here. She's, like, in, like... um. Like a storage closet for like schooling stuff. She's like, they fucking don't like waste anything here. Yeah. And um, it kind of gives Katniss a thrill trying to see the Capitol rebels mm-hmm. trying to fit in because they are so used to excess mm-hmm. that like when the Capitol's like or the district is like, you guys get hand me down clothes. They're like, what? Excuse me. <laughs> because they just don't waste any of that. Yeah. Katniss knows everyone's, like, really close to reaching their, like, breaking point with her because it's been a month. But she's like, they can't do shit. Like I said, she's got that bracelet. She's classified as mentally disoriented. Mm. But their patience is wearing incredibly thin. She goes to her family's compartment. Prim and um, her mom are there. And they're worried about her emotional state. But she's like, fuck it. And she just dumps the cat out of the bag, literally. Um, she's like, We're- no, I'm fine. Here's a cat. <laughs> Uh, they go to dinner when Gail's communicuff. It's a big deal that he has one of these. Mm. It's just calm system. Um, it's like an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Gail's needed in command. Just text them. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to go, but they do. And there's footage on the TV of the war, and then it's Caesar Flickerman interviewing Peta. This Pita. is a Peta. Did it again. Nice. This is a big deal. Um, they weren't expecting this. What? What? So Caesar starts the interview. He's like, Peta, like, I thought our last interview would have been our last one. He's like, Yeah, me too, Caesar. I thought I was gonna die. Um 
But the gist is, he's like, how are you? Like, tell me how you're feeling. Peta's like, I'm frustrated. Um, but he doesn't seem unhurt. And Katniss is, like, drinking in the fact that he's alive. Mm-hmm. She's so excited to see this. Peta defends Katniss. He's like, she didn't know what was going on. She was just blasting. She didn't know what she was trying to do. We were just trying to keep each other alive. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know if Hamish knew, but all I know is I shouldn't have trusted him. Yeah. Katniss reflects at this point on how Hamish has been gone since she attacked him in the hovercraft. Yeah. They're not allowed to have any, like, intoxicating substances here in the district. So he's been drying out in for sobriety. But she's like, I have no... Like, she knows it must be difficult. I mean, he's yeah. been a drunk for 25 years. But she has no sympathy for him, which yeah. I understand. At the end of this interview, Peta begs for a ceasefire because their population cannot sustain this. And folks are furious. But Katniss is just busy taking it all in because the one thing she knows for certain is that Pete is alive. And now he knows she's innocent. But he's clearly with the Capitol. Mm -hmm. The people in the room start calling him a traitor and a liar. And she just starts to leave when somebody grabs her. And she, like, force reacts and she just runs. And she hears a little scuffle. She's like, gotta go. Yeah. She ends up on one of her hiding places, but she, you know, all she's thinking is, like, he's alive. Yeah. Gail finds her. His nose is all bloody. He got in Boggs's way. Boggs is Coin's right-hand man. Right-hand lackey, I guess. And they also took his communion cuff away for this transgression. And they oh. kind of laugh about this. She's like, oh, like, I'm sorry, soldier Hawthorne. She's like, he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, soldier Everdeen. Um... They have a laugh about this, and she just feels really glad to have Gail back and how they're friends, and they don't have to talk about any of that love crap anymore. Mm-hmm. And during this time, she loses her anger at the district for not helping sooner. Like, and Gail's like, they would have, but they needed someone to set everything in motion. They needed you. And he's like, she's like, no, they needed PETA. Yeah. Gail's like, fuck PETA. He did a lot of damage tonight. The words were snows, but coming out of PETA's mouth did a lot of damage. And she's like... You think he decided to do <laughs> she's that? She's like, what the fuck? She wonders, like, why he did it. And Gail is like, clearly he's still trying to keep you alive. And that's when she realizes there can't be a ceasefire. She kind of thinks about Rue's death, how Gail got whipped, and all of this murder. And she's like, we can't go back to being in the hands of the Capitol. Yeah. So she decides at this point to be the Mockingjay. But I just want to talk about how fucking rude it is for Gail to be like, fuck Peter for that. He's like, you never would have gotten that information out of me. They, they coulda. Yep. They have all kinds of shit there. They could have done something crazy to him. Arkham Knight Batman <laughs> would not get this information out of me. Um, chapter three. She's no, she's not going to go to sleep. She's in her compartment with her sister and her mother and Buttercup, and she finds like she gets out of bed to find this stash of items that she has to remind her of Peta in the arena. It's like her Mockingjay pin, Peta's token, which was that gold locket with the picture of her mother, Gail, and Prim. Yeah. Um, the spile they used and the pearl ga- Peta gave her. And she just kind of like vibes with these for a minute until Prim's is like, Prim's like, you good? She's like, no, I'm fine. Nah. Yeah. She like immediately <laughs> tries to shut her out. But Prim's 14 now and she won't let her. So she's like scoots into bed with her sister and she's like, tell me what's wrong. And Katniss decides for, like, one of the first times ever to share with Prim. She's like, I'm going to decide to be the Mockingjay. 
And Prim's like, because you want to or because you were forced? And Katniss is like, a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows that she needs PETA. And she wonders, like, PETA. PETA? If they win, are they going to execute him? And Prim's like, what? Peter bread and catnip. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Uh, Prim's like, you know how much power you have right now? Like, you can demand them not to harm Peter. You can do anything. Not only that, but you should make them say it in front of the district so they can't back out. Katniss is like... That's actually a pretty solid plan. Yeah. <laughs> and ends up actually sleeping that night, comforted by her sister, which I think is sweet because she's finally letting yeah. other people help her. Yeah, you're the head of this movement. You could make them do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. I mean, that never once occurred to her, which yeah. is not surprising. Again, she's kind of a ditz. And she's definitely mentally unwell. Um, She wakes up, gets her schedule on her arm, and she follows it for the first time ever, really, besides meals. But she does sit next to... Um, her assigned group. They have assigned sitting spaces. <laughs> um, the food there is very strange, and it's down to, like, a science. Like, you get the X amount of calories you need to either gain weight, lose weight, maintain weight. Here's your sludge for today. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but for once, the children of District 12 are eating three meals a day. Yeah, so. It's a positive and a negative. Um, Gail gives her some of the food on her plate, and she remembers how strict they are. Like, there's no removing it from the halls. But she eats it anyways. And where was I? She realizes that she should ask the command people to let them hunt, and that they can give them all the food to cook. She's like, I'm going to add that to my list. Yeah. They get to command, and people are, like, shocked by Katniss's interest in things. They're like, what the fuck? But her head is hurting because, again, she's not mentally well. She's having a really hard time keeping things straight. Still has a concussion. Yeah. So, like, it's time her turn. And she, like, asks for a piece of paper to write all this down. So she writes down she wants to keep Buttercup. She wants to hunt. Pete is immunity. Announcing it in public. And then she wants Gail to be with her. She's like, no, I want to think bigger. Like, But she's having this breakdown at the same time. So, like, she's yeah. having this in front of everybody. And she realizes she wants one more thing. She wants to kill Snow. And they finally start talking. Uh, well, what happens is they're like, <clears throat> trying to get her to realize she's been sitting there staring at this piece of paper for 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> um, so she starts. She's like, I will be your Mockingjay, but I have some conditions. She says them all and they each have their own little argument about it. Because, again, this district is so weird. Mm -hmm. She's like, I want Buttercup. And they're like, how are we going to do that? Where's he going to go to the bathroom? What are, what's he going to eat? And she's like, well, I don't fucking know. They give her, like, they have um, rooms with windows. So she's going to live there and he can go in and out. Mm -hmm. um, hunting. Fine. Two hours a day. Gail need to be with her. And Coin's like, how do you want Gail to be with her? Do you want him presented as your new lover? Like, I don't like this idea because I think Peter should be presented as your current lover. Mm -hmm. She's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Just as my bodyguard or friend. Yeah. <laughs> then um, she goes, I want Peta to be granted immunity. And this is a big one. But she goes off. She's like... You will be giving PETA immunity or you will find another Mockingjay. Mm -hmm. And Pluchart and his assistant Fulvia are like, ah, that's what we're looking for. That's it. That's the Mockingjay. And during this, so they agree to that. Mm -hmm. 
Fulvia hands her a black sketchbook, clearly drawn by Cinna. And Shinna, Shinna. There are lots of drawings as her as the Mockingjay. And on the final page in Cinna's handwriting under a sketch of her Mockingjay pen is, I'm still betting on you. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Isn't he dead, dead, dead? Oh, big dead. Oh, totally. Dead, 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 dead. Oh, gulp, gulp, gulp. But who can hear it? Apparently he made this design book sometimes between the announcement of the Quell and the game starting. And they're like, we have all the designs already made. We were just waiting for you to agree. And the command group shares their plan. They're going to do a propaganda assault um, on the TVs. Because BD, 10 years ago, like redesigned the whole system so he can get back in. It's just going to take him a while. Yeah. Can you stop? No. Okay. Um, Pluchart and Fulvia have a surprise. They're like, come on. And they go down to this like dungeon pretty much. And there's a guard in front of the door. And they won't let him in. And Pluchart's like, you better let me in. Like, I'm Pluchart Heavens B. And they're like, no, go away. Yeah. And so Katniss hears this small whimper. And her and Gail's eyes meet. And they do this, like, fucking textbook maneuver from any movie ever. She drops the sketchbook. The guard goes to grab it. So does Gail. They bump heads. Gail grabs the guard's arm and turns him away. And Katniss fucking bolts into the room. And there they are. They're half naked. They're bruised and they're shackled. But it's her prep team. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) No friends. I know. Chapter four. There is nasty smelling stuff everywhere. Feces and all that fun stuff. And she can only tell who they are by their interesting capital-like features. Venia has gold face tattoos. Mm-hmm. Flavius has orange curls, and Octavia's ha- screen. Octavia has light green skin, which is hanging off of her body because she's lost so much weight. Oh my goodness! They flinch from her, but she approaches them and asks, "What happened?" As Venia, what happens? Because Venia was always the strongest, and apparently. They got broken out because Cinna thought it would be comforting to have her whole prep team when she decided to be the Mockingjay. She's like, okay, but what's wrong? Like, why are you being treated like criminals? Apparently they stole some bread. Cool. And Vinny is confused. She's like, I don't understand what's going on. I just wanted an extra slice. Yeah. And Plushert's like, what is happening to the guard? The just, He's a capital 13 guard. I did it again. He's a district 13 guard. He's like, what do you mean? There were infractions before. They stole bread multiple times. This is what happens when you steal bread. And he's Blue like... Shark said that? No, no, no. The, 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 the District 13 okay. guard. Like, he's born and raised District 13. So he's, like, confused. Like, this is what happens. <laughs> you get punished. Yeah. What do you mean? You know, like, very brainwashed. Yeah. He, like, doesn't even seem to comprehend why they're upset. Yeah, why this is an issue. Yeah. So, either way, they take them upstairs to where her mom is working as more of a nurse than a doctor, but she trusts her mom more Mm. than anybody there. Yeah. So, Katniss kind of, she's with the team, the um, prep team, Gail and Pluchart and Fulvia, and she goes, it looks like we've been put on warning. She's like, your whole capital degree, pedigree must mean nothing here. Like, we're on warning. And Pluchart and Fulvia are like, no that's what it means but basically she puts like a spear of doubt into their minds about this whole district 13 way of life Mm -hmm. um they then get to go hunting but they first go to the armory to get the weapons um that got taken from them right off the bat 
And in their two hours, they've killed a bunch of animals because they're not nearly as scared as they should be because they haven't had anyone hunting them. And they take some time to chill. And this is where Gail's real absolute dickish behavior comes from. Yeah. Um, Because I think Katniss has definitely grown. She's been able to put herself in different people's shoes. Like at the beginning of the first book. Developed empathy. Yeah. She definitely did not have it before. Yeah. Um, But she's she's recognizing that not every situation is black and white. Whereas Mm. I think Gail is very black and white. So Gail kind of like is like, why do you care so much about your prep team? And she's like, what do you mean? Thinking he's joking. And he's like, no, like, I really want to know, like, considering how they just kill people. And she's like, they don't think of it that way. Like, they're completely brainwashed. They're just basically, like, ditzes. Like, they're children, basically. Like, from our perspective, they don't know. Yeah. And Gail's like, what do you mean? You think they don't know they're fucking murdering children? I get Gail's perspective here. Yeah. And she's like, no, they don't think of it that way. Yeah. And he's like, are you defending it? So, like, they get into this whole thing. And she goes, I guess I am defending anybody who was harmed that way for stealing a piece of bread. Yeah. And I'm like, that that makes sense. I get yeah. both their perspectives here. Gail's very black and white. They're murdering children. But, but the prep team isn't killing people. They're And they shouldn't uh, be forced to live in their own shit. And- Just be, yeah. Like... They're not war criminals. Yeah. They're not the people making the decisions. They're just little fucking flies who the capital bred to be dumb as shit. Yeah. But I do get Gail's perspective. They're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they just, like, they just don't talk the whole way home. You know, they're they're grumpy. Um, Where was I? They have an assembly afterwards, and she finds Finnick in the assembly and tells him how she asked for immunity. And he's like, oh, good, I was worried about Annie. And she's like, oh, fuck, I forgot about Annie. (laughs) So she goes up to Coin, and she's like, I want to add all the other victors, including Annie. Um, And Coin's like, we don't make a... She says something along the lines of, like, of course, Annie, we don't make a habit of um, torturing the mentally unwell. Or something like that. What about the people in the shit room? Yeah. And, um... (laughs) Then Katniss goes, awesome. Then it shouldn't be that hard for you to say it out loud at this assembly. Yeah. Which I'm like kind of glad Katniss is getting her little her spark back. Yeah. And so Coin makes the announcement in front of everyone. And what Katniss gets from it is if she fails, everyone is dead and it's her fault. Yeah. Pretty harsh, but basically she's being put on, a, she's given a responsibility. Yeah. But a lot more than she was expecting. Hmm. What are you feeling so far? This book. That's good. Good book. I need you to see. Here, do you want this for your, your legs? No, it's okay. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mad at my belly. Do we need to get you something solid to eat? I think right. I might need a constipation medicine. That Imodium? No, a laxative. Okay. Relax. Mm-hmm. Do you think if you put it in fuzzy water instead of <laughs> instead of regular water, it'll be more appetizing or less appetizing? Uh, less. Why? Less, actually. Okay, listeners, do you think Miralax in fuzzy water? Just put that as a, uh, um, what, a Q&A on yeah, Q&A. Spotify without, with nothing. No context. Yeah. Because we're going to cut all this out. Yeah. Chapter 5. Uh, Katniss puts Coin on her list as somebody who's using her as a pawn in their own games. 
She knows that Coin knows Katniss has an agenda of her own and is to not be trusted. Yeah. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. She is rebranded to Beauty Base Zero by her prep team. Basically, how when men think women aren't wearing makeup, but they are wearing makeup, but they mm. look so natural. <sighs> so that's what they're trying to look okay. like right now. Um, she thought she would be able to look like herself, <laughs> finally, but apparently since she's going to be on TV, she has to look like a very specific version of herself. Mm-hmm. She is being acquainted with the Capital 13, damn it, District 13 version of her prep team, and they are scared, not as preppy as they used to be. What? Uh, what? Um... Not as much, like, you know, physical makeup, dressing up as they used to, but they're also, like, fearful now. Mm. They have a hard time getting her back to Beauty Base Zero. Um, She has a lot more injuries. Well, yeah. For instance, the section in her arm um, where Joanna dug out the tracker is severely damaged. Like, duh. The doctors who brought her, um, her, who healed her, weren't concerned in beauty like the capital doctors would be. Yeah. You know, they were like... Patch it up. Patch yeah. it up. Make sure her arm can... Because remember, she was yeah. worried about the vessels. Like, Joanna yeah. was just digging. Which, duh. Yeah. The goal was to get Candace out of there alive. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, it's so gross that Fulvia kind of begins to gag. <laughs> but it's all scarred. It's like yeah, the yeah. pink... Because it's only been a month, so it's probably that fresh scar tissue. Yeah. Um, they're like, fuck, the Mockingjay outfit won't cover it. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Um, longer sleeves, longer sleeves. <laughs> um, Katniss brings her prep team to the cafeteria, and they're very scared because they were punished for stealing food. Mm. You could put a bow guard on her, a string guard. Oh, yeah. That, I think that's what they do in the movies to ignore mm. that. But she gets long sleeves in the movies with the yeah. bow guard. Um. They sit together with Katniss's family and friends from the scene. There's this girl named Levy, who was one of the few merchant class folk who got out alive. Somebody went to school with Katniss and Gail. Gail's whole family and Katniss's whole family and a couple other folks. Mm -hmm. Um, Gail makes an effort to talk to the prep team, which is good of him. You know, like he's not being a dick to them, at least directly. Um, And then Gail's little sister is super sweet. Again, um... I believe Fulvia is fully green. And Poppy goes, are you sick? Why are you green? She's like six. And Katniss is like, oh, no, it's like um, lipstick or something like that to make you look more beautiful. And she, Poppy goes, it's so sweet to Fulvia. She goes, I think you'd be pretty in any color. <laughs> I mean, I just can't imagine how like nice that would be for Fulvia yeah. after she'd just been tortured. Just this little girl being kind. Um, I just think it's a sweet little spot. Um, Gail is trying to smooth things over because they had yet another argument earlier where coin, where Katniss was like, coin is making me a target in this speech. Yeah. And Gail is agreeing with coin because she asked for Victor immunity and he's like, they need a fallback person. And she's like, they deserve immunity. Yeah. So basically Gail is still mad at PETA and agrees with Coin and, like, making Katniss the fallback person. Yeah. Okay. I hate Gail. Yeah. I just... Anyways. Um, they go to find Beatty to get their new special weapons. And Beatty is now permanently wheelchair-bound mm. due to his injuries from the game. 
And they're in this absolutely beautiful hummingbird terrarium kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Gail's like, wow, like, this is crazy. How would you trap them? And Beatty's like, oh, like, we would do like this. Like, they've been studying them here for years. And they talk about how they would trap them. And Katniss gets, like, some really ick in her belly about this relationship. Because she, like, doesn't want this trapping thing. Like, for the hummingbirds, they're like, they're so pretty. Why are we trying to trap them? Mm-hmm. Very foreshadowing of this. Because she remembers how Beatty set a trap in his game that killed, like, a shit ton of folks yeah. at once. And she doesn't like that. This is the discussion they're having about trapping hummingbirds. It's like the bat bomb in World War Two. Which one? The bat bomb. So they... Um, I thought you said the bad bomb. I was like, there was a yeah. bunch of bad bombs. Yeah. But um, it was an alternative to the nuclear bomb where they would have... Hibern put a bunch of bats into hibernation. Bats, B A T. Yes. Okay. Into hibernation, drop them on a city with incendiary oh. rounds on the bats. It's horrible. So they'd fly into the buildings to get uh like to get cover. Yeah. And then the incendiaries would go off. Oh. They did that or didn't do that. Um, I don't think it got... They thought com- the atom bomb was a better... Yeah. I don't think they it got combat tested, but it was it was tested. So fucked up. Ah, <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, that's basically what they're doing, is talking about something along those lines, how to trap, and, yeah. and she gets a bunch of ick in her belly about it. So, they get to a different room, and BD's like, how's Finnick? And she's like, he is having a lot of concentration problems. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, I have a weapon for him whenever he's ready, just let him know. Um, he gives Katniss a bow and arrow, which has different types of arrows, um, regular fire and bomb. And Gail tries out a few guns, but ultimately he gets like a crossbow too. Hmm. And Gail and Katniss fight again about, she's basically like, would you be able to kill a human with that? And he's like, if I could have had a weapon to stop what happened in 12, I would have used it without question. Mm -hmm. I get his point. I get her point. She's like, he is like, cause she's killed somebody. Yeah. And she's like, he doesn't understand. He hasn't had to go there. Yeah. And he's acting like it's the easiest thing in the whole world when it's, she's like, they never leave pretty much. But she's like, I don't know how to express that to him because again, she's mentally unwell. Yeah. And how do you even. Yeah. Like, but like, how does somebody like Gail who treats human life like that like Mm -hmm. i get he's like if there was something in 12 i would have used it right off the bat Mm -hmm. and she's like i understand that but you're also not you're not comprehending the consequences of that Mm -hmm. it's fine if you would have used it but also understand the consequences yeah she gets all dressed up in her mockingjay outfit with her bow and everything they get her like looking like she's battered and bruised ready to film a propo and she like doesn't recognize herself but everyone's like you're gonna look great you're gonna be a star and she screams this line. Um, if you've seen the movie, it's exactly the line. I can't remember. It's like, Penem, we fight, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, she knows she did it wrong. And it's complete silence for like three minutes. And finally, a voice starts to laugh at her. And it's Hamish vo- Hamish's voice. And he says, and that, my friends, is how a revolution in dies. <laughs> a revolution dies. Because she did it so badly. Um, What's Padme's from Star Wars? Uh, this is this is how democracy dies yeah. by thunderous applause. Oh, I like that. Um, we'll do one more chapter, chapter six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Um, a day later, she's still pissed because Hamish is back and has control over her life again, which pisses her off. Yeah. But she also knows that he is right. Her bravos did suck and they needed new ways to do things. Um, they're in command and Hamish has invited a whole weird group of folks. Um, it's like her prep team, Fulvia Pluchart, Pluchart Gail, Levy, um, Greasy Fulvia, Say. Fulvia Pluchart? Fulvia and Pluchart. Oh, I thought I was like, is Fulvia Pluchart like new thing? wife, daughter? Yeah, no, it's, I usually say Pluchart and Fulvia, so. Okay. Greasy Say and a few others. Um, it's like Finnick and Beattie yeah, yeah. and Dalton and all that. The A-team. Yeah, it's kind of a focus group. Um, because Hamish is like, what has made you love Katniss the most when you've seen her on the TV? Yeah. And Levy is the first to hop in and is like, when she volunteered as tribute, knowing she was going to die. And they go on like this for a bit. But the gist is that they all only loved Katniss when she was her full authentic self. Yeah. So the next step is to put her into combat, spread the word that she lost the baby, and let her do her own thing. Like, we cannot control her. Yeah. Coin agrees to this tentatively, but requests that the combat situation Katniss is in is in the least dangerous situation that they have, and they have a hospital set up in eight that might be a good starting point. Yeah. Hamish and her get a second to talk, and he's like, tell me what you've got. Like, just hit me with it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I can't believe you didn't say save PETA. And he's like, I agree. I can't believe you let him out of your sight that night. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I agree. <laughs> and they come to a conclusion that they're still in a game and he's still her mentor. So they kind of just come to a flat out, like, we're this not going to. This is how it's It is what be. it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, And I think it's funny that she's like. I, th- I like that they're both kind of mad at each other for yeah. PETA. Yeah, totally. Like, he was like, I wanted to save PETA. I can't believe you let him out of your sight. She's like, I can't believe you didn't save him. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Like, they're both like, PETA was supposed to get out. What are you doing? Yeah. And he's, he's like, I know. PETA was supposed to get out. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, she gets in her real little combat armor and her little Mockingjay outfit, which I think is so fucking funny. Like, really? Like, you're going to give her a little, little outfit? I'm on mm. the Mockingjay. Anyways. In the fucking program, in the movies, it's just black armor. There's nothing yeah, special just, about yeah. it. I don't think they really go into detail in the book about it. Um, she is on her way to the airborne section of the district, and Finnick comes around looking haggard as fuck. He's and clearly not well, and he's like, they won't let me go, they won't let me go. And she's like, oh my god, Finnick, my fault. I forgot to tell you that Beatty has a trident for you, and you need to train with it first. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they kind of have a little joke because Finnick strips down to his underwear and, like, has, like, a little self of his... Like, a little version of his own... Like, his old self. God, Mm. fuck. You know, he's like, what, with all this beauty or something like that? Mm. And she's, like, happy to see that. And her guard slash coin's right-hand man, her watcher, is Boggs, and he's there with her. And they have a little um, gab because he's like, you handled that well. Um... They get into this elevator, which goes sideways. Mm, not an elevator, really. What would you call it? Transport cube. <laughs> Anyways, they arrive at this airborne section, which is packed with weapons and things. And she's furious that they had this. But Boggs, like, talks her down. He's like, we had a hard time staying alive when a we. A train. It is. Yeah, kind of a train. Boxcar. Mm-hmm. 
um, they had a hard time staying alive and they spent these full 75 years training new, like they didn't have new pilots. They mm-hmm. had to train pilots. Yeah. Yes, we could have nuked. They were like, he's like, yes, we could have nuked them. But what would that have been sustainable long term? Yeah. Um, Katniss, I don't know, just one on the Capitol. Yeah. But the other like four districts are like really tightly interwoven with them. But then you only have four districts to worry about. Yeah, but their populations aren't heavy. Yeah. Um, Just do the unethical thing and bomb bomb civilians. Literally, like, come on. It's just that easy. Gail did it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Katniss decides to like Boggs when he interrupts Fulvia pointing out how pretty Gail is, making everybody kind of uncomfortable. And he's like, well... I can't find Gail pretty. I just saw Finnick in his underwear. That's mm-hmm. obviously the most pretty thing I'm going to see. She's like, I like him. He's on mm-hmm. my, he's good now. They talk over <laughs> the plane. What? He's like, God damn. <laughs> he's probably. Um, they, Boggs is actually one of the few people in District 13 who has mm. a biological child. Um, anyways, where was I? They talk over the plan and Katniss listens this time. Uh, apparently, every district except for two has been, like, in a revolt. Um, district two is the capital's favorite and took over the military defense part of their district stuff mm-hmm. after 13. They currently train peacekeepers and create weaponry. Mm-hmm. And Katniss and Gil had no idea that peacekeepers didn't come from the capital. And they were like, yeah, duh, we, we didn't want you to know that. Yeah. But the capital's population could never keep up with a force that size. Mm-hmm. And their citizens are too whiny to want a job yeah. like that. <laughs> so uh, No one wants to work these days. <laughs> literally. Well, we don't have enough jobs. Nobody <laughs> wants to work. Um, the plan- maybe because it's horrific. Yeah, maybe because it's, it's gross work. and icky. Um, the plan is to take over the districts one by one, ending the battle in District 2. Yeah. And then going to the capital. Pluchart tells them that he, they're like, "What's who's going to be in charge of the government?" And Pluchart's like, "We all will. We'll be voting." And Katniss is like, "That don't make that, that don't, don't make, make no, no sense. sense." But she's also like, "What happens when we lose? If we lose?" And he goes, "Then I think that'll mean next year's games will be very fantastic." <laughs> and this also prompts him to give her a pill. Um, it's named Nightlock in her honor. Causes instant death. And Sinem made sure there was even a spot in her outfit where she could reach down and grab it with her mouth if her hands were restrained. Hmm. And she thinks Sinner really thought of everything. Shana. Shana. And that's how we'll end the chapter. Or this this part. What do you think? Tell ya. I know. This first bit of the book is kind of boring as fuck. Yeah. It's a more world building from yeah. a world we're already in. I know. It's kind of sucky. Like... That they were like, and now there's this whole new thing. And it doesn't really get good until Katniss kind of gets her bravery back. Yeah. It's not like a gradual, like, here's the world, experience it. Yeah. It's a, here's the world, read about it. Yeah. You're, and and you already read about it before, yeah. but now there's a new bit that yeah. we have to talk about. Yep. Which I get. Like, they couldn't have been like, and also District 13. Yeah. But... It's it's gonna start getting better now because we're out of the we should be out of the world building now. Yeah. Who's your favorite character so far? <sighs> Fucking um, what's what's his name? The boy. Uh, from twelve. Boy, Peta. No, the other one. Gail. Yeah, he's my favorite. 
I love I love Gail. <laughs> you shush. Uh, thank you folks so much for listening to Reading Held Hostage. Uh, please leave us a Spotify like or whatever review, the hell. whatever the fuck they are. Follow us on the YouTubes. Um, everything's Reading Held Hostage. We're on TikTok. We haven't posted in a while. We should probably post a TikTok. Yeah. I mean, with the Hunger Games resurgent on TikTok. Are you getting those on your For You page? No. Justin still won't follow. Actually, you just followed me the other night on accident. Yeah, I did. Or TikTok the other night on accident. So you'll no, probably be getting the Hunger Games. <laughs> you fucker. Um, is that it? Um, anything else to add? No. We'll see you guys next week, hopefully. We will get back on track yeah. with the second part of Hunger Games. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin. She nearly forgot that. I got it right. This was reading home hostage. <laughs>